0: Knowing Anitra and like me and her we both come from like very athletic backgrounds, Uh, she did taekwondo, I was a gymnast and cheerleader. We don't like to settle, we like to challenge ourselves and so I fully understood the mindset of just being like okay, the
1: girl wants a battle. Fierce.
0: Fierce. 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 Weather. Fierce.
1: Hello, hello, hello. I am Joey Nolfi, Entertainment Weekly's RuPaul's Drag Race reporter, and according to Jillian, um, I sound like a cat eating on our podcast.
2: Yes, and I'm Jillian Cedarholm, EW's news director, (laughs) and I have to be honest, I'm surprised and annoyed that I was just safe after last week's podcast. I really thought I carried it by not sounding like a cat eating
1: I was going to say, you are going to win the reading challenge this week for telling me that my voice sounds like a cat eating on our podcast. Is it wet or dry food, though? Oh, it's wet God. food.
2: It's, it's wet like, food. yes, a cat just slurping up wet food. <laughs>
1: like. Well, we're going to slurp up some cinematic excellence uh, as we welcome everybody to EW's Quick Drag, recapping all of Drag Race Season 15. We are broadcasting live today from inside an AMC theater.
0: We come to this place for magic.
1: Where Nicole Kidman and Marsha, Marsha, Marsha have congregated to watch Dazzling Images on a Huge Silver Screen. Dazzling
0: Images on a Huge Silver Screen.
1: Otherwise known as the Season 15 lip-sync Lala Peruso, which saw the queens battling it out in one-on-one or sometimes one-on-one-on-one On one, on one, or wait, I, I'm, math is not good. I'm not good at math. It's three ones, (laughs) three ones, three ones, three lip sync smackdowns until our resident lip sync assassin met her end after RuPaul introduced a shocking twist that yes, led to heartbreak. But luckily for us. Somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this.
2: Thanks Nicole for that lovely segue into a discussion (laughs) on queer cinema, the <laughs> Lollapalooza, which played out over eight lip sync face-offs between the remaining 10 contestants. This was the second regular season in a row that we had an official lip sync challenge, though season 13 also opened with a round of lip syncs between all the uh, entering queens that determine the famous pork chop loading dock group. Season 14s was implemented, of course, as punishment for the group's Mm -hmm. collectively terrible snatch game performance, minus Deja Sky. Uh, But season (laughs) 15s was just a normal episode. So it was basically that this was our maxi challenge, and then in the end, the two underperformers did a normal, I guess we could say, lip sync. Although, mm. were they actually the underperformers? We will discuss. We'll see. How, we how see. did you feel about having this as a as a regular episode challenge and not a punishment on a regular season?
1: I love it. I, I really love it. I think that just like I thought that season 13 uh, opened... Real, like with a bang, I thought season 13 was one of the best premieres in a long time, just because it was just lip sync after lip sync after lip sync. And we got to mm-hmm. know what the performers were capable of doing in their element right from the start. I think just putting them on the stage with a lip sync number is different from the talent show because they're essentially bringing themselves to a song and interpreting the song how they would interpret it, not like sort of crafting a pre choreographed number. And I think doing it as a challenge lets you see that from some queens like we haven't i mean sasha colby is known for being a lip sync titan outside of the show and we barely have gotten to see it this season outside of the talent show so this was like wonderful and like the internet blew up over anitra versus sasha colby like it was an amazing like great lip sync so i really do like doing this as a challenge i think it maybe feels weird in the middle of a season but Mm -hmm. um maybe sticking it at the beginning like the very first challenge or the very last challenge but yeah i think that's i i'm a fan of it are you a fan of it
2: i i don't know because yes i do like seeing what they can do but then part of me is like well okay like so sasha colby i mean knock on wood we're assuming she's not going to be in the bottom and do a lip sync so are this right. is one of our only chances to see her in a true Lip sync battle, I guess, until, you know, maybe the finale. So Mm -hmm. I guess I do like seeing her put on a show because it was great. But I think there's something about it that, like, without the stakes of, I guess I was really hoping that it would be that someone was going to be returning. And I know there's sometimes like people question whether that's fair or not, but kind of the way that we have seen it play out in All Stars, I do like that. And I think that's what I was expecting. And I also, um, I really miss a runway, so I guess yeah, those are the two things the that kind thing. of yeah.
1: Because mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I, I I really do miss having a runway uh for the episode. But I mean, I think the fireworks from a lip sync kind of make up for not having a runway. I think because they're still putting on clothes, they still have like flashy <laughs> things that they're wearing on the runway. Okay, the like the runway isn't look. just
2: seeing drag queens wearing clothes. <laughs> 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 that's not why I like the runways. <laughs> maybe if they had a theme for the la la bruise <laughs> and they could dress in that
1: them theme i'm like jillian there's still fabric on the runway how dare you? they were
2: still wearing their little outfits in the workroom beforehand <laughs> i got to see their clothes
1: <laughs> that is true but things did get heated very quickly after mistress uh she chose to go against jacks <laughs> She won her first round and then the Queens that she joined backstage in the untucked lounge wasted zero time telling her that they thought that Jax did better. And I loved it because you could see the moment that mistress was like trying to give them some grace (laughs) and was like, okay, like y'all are trying to read. And then immediately she just was like, okay, I'm just going to give it back to you and started reading every single queen back there down. So I love that this episode is not only giving us the fireworks on stage, but also behind the scenes. Were you surprised though that mistress won that lip sync
2: no i really wasn't because that is kind of the um to me it was a song that i get like i it's not like what Jax was doing was totally not um appropriate for the song but i think it was just like a little more of a of a dance routine than going specifically along with the song to me um, yeah. And I actually saw this this tweet this morning that I wanted to ask your opinion of because, okay, so this... Is it
1: Kenya and Latrice? Yeah.
2: So, yes. Yes. Okay, so this username Boo Joey, which just sounds like me reacting to anything you <laughs> ever say, uh, said today's Drag Race fans would say Kenya won with this clip Did of better, better, yeah. Latrice and Kenya where Kenya mm. was just like <laughs> dancing her ass off to you make me feel like a natural woman, <laughs> which Latrice was just like fully embodying and one of like... The most moving lip sync performances so yes do you like how much truth do you think is in that is it i
1: mm -mm. no i saw that tweet and i while i thought it was hilarious i don't think that latrice and mistress approach the lip syncs the same way latrice was purely running on emotion she was standing in one place Telling a story, I don't think Mistress was telling as much of a story through her lip sync, and she did still move around and give us theatrics and gave us a split and like. I think that Mistress had influences of Latrice's lip sync in there, but I don't think it was in the same class as the lip sync. I thought it was a great lip sync, but so I don't you, think
2: it. So wait, are you saying that you actually do think that Jacks won, and you agree with the sour in the room?
1: Um, no. Well, I I was surprised. But I think I would have been surprised at either outcome because I think it just comes down to what Rue likes. Mm -hmm. I personally prefer Mistress's lip sync style I do um, because I think that it's like, you know, she's an old school kind of drag queen. And I love that energy, whether it's brought to like a pop song or a ballad. But I don't know. I feel like the moves that Jax was doing is like more impressive from like a dancing perspective. So I don't know. I, I think I would have. I think I would have picked Mistress, maybe. Um, but then there's parts of me that's like, I would have picked Jax. So yeah, I mean, luckily, RuPaul makes that decision and I don't.
2: <laughs> yes, totally. But also, um, I mean, I guess to me, the tweet wasn't so specifically a one-on-one to Mistress and Jax, to, to Latrice and Kenya. But just that like you do kind of see a lot of fans who are saying that somebody was like robbed and someone deserved to win a lip sync is a lot of times someone who is doing acrobatics, the most active, the most doing splits. And so, um, I don't know. I think that that is what I've kind of noticed the most versus people that are like, Oh, this person just like really had the lyrics down and was just like facially like acting that out. Like even like, like the aura lip sync, um she admittedly did not know the words but so like there were like a, a sizable amount of people that are like oh she also like won that because she was like moving so much to it but obviously yeah. she didn't really embody the song because she didn't know the song so mm-hmm. i don't know i guess True. that is where i take issue because i'm to me like i can't say that like i like one person's style over the other it really does depend on the song to me. And I think like we see that in what's coming up next, uh, Selena yeah. and Lux, both doing, in my opinion, a pretty good job or a great job with very different <laughs> styles. So, um, but Lux ended up not winning her first round against Selena Stitties. And she looked, dare I say it, gagged a bit for sure when she <laughs> went to stand in the back of the stage. Um, is this the first time we've seen Lux in a position Like this, like kind of having her confidence shaken. And do you think she was rightfully annoyed by the outcome to this one?
1: Yeah, no, I think this is definitely the first time that we have seen Lux shaken like this. I think that Lux, even in the face of uh, extreme peril when it comes to the challenges, has always kind of remained very cool. And amid drama, amid challenges, like Lux just... You you can't shake her. And I think that you could see on her face that um, she was very shaken by the fact that she did not win that first lip sync. But again, I think that Selena, there is something about Selena, as much as I love Lux, there is just something about Selena that every time I see her, I just like. Imprimed to laugh like I think That she is so funny and her personality Is so big and when she Spread those butt cheeks at the end <laughs> and to lick them I was Like there's you can't there's no way There's no way that Lux is winning that lip Sync as much as I love Lux and I think Lux did a Great job um Selena I Just think brings camp and hilarity and She is a seasoned actress and brings it to Everything that she does and I think that there was A narrative with Selena's lip sync here So uh and I think the judges Saw that so Love you, Lux. But Selena, yeah, that was – it was definitely um, a Selena yeah, victory and for me. I
2: do love that that Lux later says that going into the next lip sync, like she she had this fire under her because she already had the idea yep. that she was – she didn't want to say robbed. She said, I already had the idea that I was, how they say, robbed in like air quotes <laughs> on the first one. I just – I really do love Lux being her own – hype woman and i mean i think that she really got kind of some grief from some of the fans Mm. (laughs) in the beginning of like her (laughs) over (laughs) overconfidence but i just like i mean this is something i've been thinking about a lot that not that you that we demand these queens be um like examples for us but when i watch this show like one really big part of it is the confidence that Boost that I get from seeing these queens and how confident they are just in their own skin and doing their own thing. And Lux just like really embodies that for me of just being like, I might not have always had people like in my corner, or I might have had like so many self doubts. And she is just like putting her own saboteur to rest like constantly. And so I just, I kind of love that attitude. And I love that even like, as you said, like she is so laid back and not part of the drama. Even when she's in it, it's never like, She's the one wilding out over something. she's yeah, like in she's it in a really very funny way, calm. yeah, yeah, so yes, I very just
1: calm yeah. observing from the sidelines and uh she was also observing from the sidelines in this episode and yeah. <laughs> just with um a slight almost Jan face crack on her face, yeah. but not quite, not quite. but I think that the best lip sync of the episode um was one that even the Queens Backstage were losing their minds over watching. I I love that Selena when realizing that it's gonna be Anitra versus Sasha Colby and her face just goes like full ugly cry in yeah. a happy way. Like it was just it was so great. And um like the two left over. It was just funny that the two left over after everybody went down the line picking their opponents, like nobody wanted to choose Sasha Colby or Anitra to go against because they all knew how amazing yeah. they were and that gave us this pairing. Um, we've seen, like I said, very little of what Sasha is has been known for prior to the show, uh, on the show just yet. So did you think her, you know, I know you were initially a little oh, no. uh, not like... On I don't want to say not on board, but like you were I feel like you're somebody who can't just be told that somebody is a legend. you have to have it like you have to see it, yeah. so did this lip sync um finally like make you go like, oh yes, like I see Sasha Colby legend,
2: yes, I will admit here what I've only privately admitted that i am <laughs> somebody who was not familiar with Sasha Colby other than like i I knew the name but had not really. I did not come into this as like every single other person that watches this show has declared themselves of being a fan of hers for years and years and years, which I don't buy for everyone. I know for you, yes, you cover the show. You've known who she is, all these Queens. Yes. But when you just come in with like that huge of a reputation, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it was kind of hard for me to just be like, okay, yeah, she's a legend because everyone has said she's a legend. Like I, you know, obviously believe all these Queens, but to see, what she could actually do, I think she even said at some point in the episode, like when you have a reputation like mine, you have to live up to it, or something like oh, yeah. that. And I think she definitely did own it, and I, I thought it was a yes. I am now mm-hmm. fully. I mean, I all she already <laughs> had won me over with her clothes, as you say, on the runways. <laughs> but yes, this lip scene fully fully on me on board.
1: So now you are a fan of Sasha Colby's couture and her um and her lip
2: No one knows the reference.
1: <laughs> All fans of EW's okay, yes. binge podcast know the reference. <laughs> please of go Kuchar.
2: yes, please Kuchar. go listen to our previous podcast to get the reference.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just think it was a good pairing though like Sasha versus Anitra yeah. um which it was also funny though in um, untucked, Spice being like, Well, Anitra, I actually underestimated you at first yeah. and I kind of wrote you <laughs> off. And it's like, girl, <laughs> maybe we should should not have admitted that. Yeah. But um, so that should do you think that this or maybe the next round, which was Anitra versus Lux versus Jax, do you think that this should have been a double save, or should the double save have come from Anitra versus Lux versus Jax?
2: No, I think I I really did think that this should be a double save. I think they both they both did great. Like there are some lip syncs in the past, like like the Latrice one. It was like it was a great lip sync by one performer, and then there are those Mm -hmm. that are like true. Like the both of the people being part of it is what really takes it over the edge. Like this would have been great if it were. Like, let's say that Jax was in there doing the same routine or Spice was in there doing what Spice Mm -hmm. does. It still Mm -hmm. would have been an amazing Sasha lip sync. But the fact that you also had Anitra in there, like really going toe to toe with her, I think really put it over... The edge for me. And so, yeah, yeah. I, I did think this should be a double save.
1: I, I agree. I fully think that this, like, just to even out the numbers, I think it, yeah, it, we needed a double save. Yeah, that's a twist as we are going to get I it hate here. The triple
2: ones, honestly. Um, yeah. But so, but before we get there, a hilarious development occurred during the next phase when <laughs> Spice picked Malaysia for round two and chose the song Don't Go Yet by Camilla Cabello, hoping to throw Malaysia off, assuming that Malaysia wouldn't know the lyrics. And she <laughs> (laughs) was right but then spice realized in real time that she too did not know the lyrics leading to a hilarious double valentina moment between them though malaysia ultimately won and to me this was really
1: what i do
2: why i do find spice so endearing like she really is just having the most fun she could have just been in there and you know pretend like she didn't know it or just say well i still beat her or whatever but just the fact that she owned it and just like knew how funny that would be it was just it was great
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes i thought it was hilarious i was like it's been a while since like i have like fully like gut laughed at like a, a drag race thing and i was just like progressively getting like like laughing at it harder and harder and harder to like as because I've, I've seen it now i think three three times i've watched this episode and it's just like every time it was just laughing harder and harder at that moment of when just spice just being like oh well i didn't know the lyrics too and then they're both just kind of like on stage just doing whatever it was just the, the kind of pure chaos that i love about spice that i now love about malaysia um it just yeah it was a very very satisfying moment and I think we quickly saw after this why RuPaul did not make both of them lose to even out the pairings going forward as Mama Ru deemed Malaysia the winner, leaving Anitra, Spice, and Jax as the bottom three. And instead of making them lip sync Uh, one-on-one-on-one, got it right that time, RuPaul allowed Bruno to pull one name from the lottery, which was Anitra, who then had to choose which of her sisters to save from the final lip sync, meaning that she'd have to lip sync against whoever she didn't choose. And she chose to save Spice, uh, noting that it would not have been fair for her to destroy Spice if she would have saved Jax. So, do you think that Anitra's strategy was fair? Or do you think it was maybe, like, insulting to say that about Spice?
2: No, I mean, I think Spice fully knows that that was not her. I mean, she even said, I think in talk that like she was so excited to come back because she fully yeah. thought this was the episode she would be out. And, you know, mm-hmm. like she just admitted that she didn't even know the lyrics to the last one. Um <laughs> So I, I don't know. Like to me, it was the same as when the Queens and All Stars say that they want to go up against the strongest component, even though we're always like, we'll just take them out, take out the easy ones to get there. But I think that Anitra, I think that took a lot of nerve to know that she could pull it off against Jax or if Mm -hmm. she ended up going against Jax, like losing to Jax, that Jax was like a very worthy opponent and that would be respectable for her to then lose to both Sasha Colby and Jax. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was, and I think she probably knows that Spice might not have as great of a, as good of a chance to make it into the final, especially if she ends up in the bottom again. So uh-huh. I, I think it was uh, the right move. What did you think?
1: yeah no i I thought i think um it was a noble move but i think like honestly this is a competition and i thought for sure like rupaul of all people would love if anitra was like uh yeah i'm saving Jax. like i totally want to go against the weaker uh lip-syncer so i i think that there would have been an element of like fun shadiness to that that i think the fandom and um rupaul especially would have loved but it would have come at the expense of i think anitra uh maybe her standing in the eyes of like some of spice and sugar's like rabid fans the fans with quotes around it so maybe that played a bit of a factor into it as well as to why she chose to save um spice over Jax. um but yeah i'm i'm not sure
2: i think also i mean Jax is coming off of two Lip syncs in the bottom. Right. And so I mm-hmm. think she kind of knew that had Jax landed in the bottom here off of some other challenge, it was going to be most likely Jax's time to go.
1: Yeah. Cause I think statistically, very rarely do queens survive three bottom placements in lip syncs. Like on regular episodes, I think the only people to do it have been like what Cameron Michaels or was it Heidi?
2: I don't I, I don't want it's the fans hiding. to come after us by saying I know. I I don't know, know. get this cracked. Um, but I do yeah. need to put you in the hot seat for yeah. a moment while we're talking about spice because I texted you something and you never replied and so I want you to reply now. Wait, um, what? You, you tweeted this meme on Friday night during the show that I don't understand if you were... Okay, so you tweeted this meme since we are here in Nicole Kidman's theater.
1: Yeah, we are. Yes. Nicole
2: Kidman in the AMC Ad then a yes. photo of Marsha watching the screen, then a yes. photo of Nicole Kidman watching Creed knock out his opponent, then a photo of Marsha watching Spice. So is the insinuation that you believe that Spice was the true winner who knocked out one of those opponents?
1: No, there is <laughs> absolutely nothing to read into about what is on the screens there. I didn't put Creed into that Um I just took I just it's cinematic parallels between Marsha sitting in Untucked and Nicole in the theater and Marsha watching a screen and Nicole watching a screen it's literally just the same shot so you're so saying now just... that
2: your your memes are meaningless I, tw- I texted you <laughs> and I said I've been looking at this and I'm stumped and uh, to I cricket. Don't know why you're like stumped. you know I love trivia. You know I'm sitting there. Oh, you also said yeah. nose break feels good in a place like this, which because I assume Marcia. was Marsha. Marsha? Okay, yes. yes. So then I'm like, okay, it has all these layers. What is the third layer? What are you saying about spice's connection to Creed? Julian, okay. I'm just
1: stupid on Twitter. There's no layers to anything that I tweet. It's just I'm a so side So looking side forward. To are you telling
2: it? me who spice had two no. spices knocked out of all our components?
1: I am sorry to disappoint, but there is not. This is not a mise en scene break. Down of um, the Nicole Kidman slash uh, Marsha parallels that is literally just because they're in the same position.
2: Wow. All <laughs> sorry, right, well.
1: sorry for the stupid reveal. <laughs> I'm stupid. Oh my gosh.
2: Okay, so here comes my not stupid reveal that ultimately Jacks <laughs> to sachet away in the final round where Anitra did knock her out uh mm-hmm. was this the right time for Jax to go so i've already said that yes i think that it probably was just by virtue of her doing this many lip yeah. syncs although i don't like this pattern where it's like every time there's a lala perusa now the lip sync assassin is the one yes that's
1: jasmine yeah. jasmine kennedy was jacks's close friend from new york city and uh again a lip sync pro who i found also It was extremely puzzling that she went on the lip sync episode. Um, But I, I think statistically does it make sense for Jax to be eliminated at this point? Of course. But it then begs the question of like, did Jax deserve to be in the bottom in the first place? And did Jax do poorly in these lip syncs? No, Jax did not do poorly in these lip syncs. And I think that if Rue had announced Jax as being the winner to any one of the lip syncs that besides maybe the very last one, If Rue had announced Jax as being the winner, it would have made sense to me because I even think like the Anitra Jax Lux one, I'm like, Anitra kind of won that one too. Um, But I would not have been, like that one could have gone to any three of them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I think statistically, sure, Jax, it was was Jax's time to go, but um, Jax did not go out because of poor performances and lip syncs. That is for sure.
2: Yeah, no, I think Jack's really proved herself on this show. She did a great I mean, her talent show was so great. And I think she's done a really good job. And she was very entertaining in all of her lip syncs. And I did feel sad for her that she had to go in a way that like none of her sisters are there to I see know. her.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, um, that was kind of sad. Yeah. Well, there's always all stars. Yes.
0: Dazzling images on a huge silver screen.
1: Now, Jax might have danced away from season 15, but she's still grooving to the beat of our hearts as she really left it all on the Lala Perusa stage, and she's here to discuss it all, including how she felt about Anitra saving Spice over her, the first thing she said to Anitra when they finally discussed the moment after the episode, and if we feel there's a conspiracy against lip-sync assassins after she and Jasmine Kennedy both had similar trajectories on their Lala Perusa episodes. It's all coming up on our exit interview with Jax next Welcome back to EW's Quick Drag Podcast, and as much as it hurts to introduce our next guest under these unfortunate circumstances, as she told us in our very first interview together, she is very much used to pushing through the pain after she once broke her pinky while back handspringing into a booth during a cursed Kylie Minogue song. I will never forget that. Today, she is here to talk about the equally terrifying feat of competing in the Season 15 Sudden Death lip sync Lala Perusa. Please welcome the lovely Jax. Hello, Jax. How are you doing?
0: Hello. Um, I am alive and my pinky finger is thankfully intact this time.
1: <laughs> yes, we. I, it looks like, Lo, like our spirits are not intact this week, though. I'm so sad to see you go. This one really, really hurts. I, I think that you were doing so well in the competition and your lip sync. Every time you get on a stage, it is just like my mouth hits the floor. So I hope you're proud of what you've done on the show.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, you know, it's it's always an interesting experience watching everything back and just like seeing how much I've grown as an artist, even in the form of like the way I lip sync now. I'm just like, oh, like, I don't remember doing that, but that was kind of, that was kind of cool. Like, good for me.
1: <laughs> well, I am like, I, I mean, I'm super surprised at this result, honestly. Like, I mean, given your skill set and how much you have slayed these lip syncs in recent weeks, and I mean, doing my research on you before the show, I saw how well you can work a stage. And even on this episode, it's like... I don't think any of your lip syncs were elimination worthy, to be honest. Like, I thought hmm. for sure you would be safe after that first round. Like, I thought you did really well. So what were your thoughts and initial feelings after going through this whole La La peruza when Rue finally at the end told you to sashay away?
0: Um, you know, primarily with everything like each week I was getting critiques of just like, you know, like how to heighten myself, how to polish myself, how to work on my proportions and really just like, they saw so much potential in me. And they Mm -hmm. told me every single week that like, you know, like you're a superstar performer, like every single time you go on the stage, like our eyes are drawn to you. And like, we know exactly what you can do. We just need you to like, you know, heighten yourself, polish yourself. You need to like do these things. And I came from a background of, you know, in New York, we don't have dressing rooms. So I never really had like anyone giving me like pointers of like maybe trying this or maybe like yeah. switching it up in this way. So Drag Race was really my first time ever, you know, being critiqued um in that way. And I think at the end of the day, like, while I'm like a fierce performer, I really did just like, you know, I needed that time to like, you know, take a break, go back, regroup and polish myself. And now, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we filmed when we filmed, and I'm just going into my day-to-day now, just, you know, of extremely heightened version of myself that I've been having kind of a weird, um, honestly, I've been having like a disconnect watching myself on TV, because I'm like, yeah. I don't know who that girl is anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't look like that. I don't talk like that.
1: So, <laughs> Yeah. But do you think? Do you think in that moment, because you've always, I mean, you, 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 nobody performs on a stage like that unless they know that they are good at what they do on a stage and in a lip sync. So, do you think in that moment when you were eliminated, that you were shocked by the result?
0: Um, I think, I mean, I, I was shocked. Um, for a few of the lip sync that I didn't um make it through, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I think in that like ending one, you know, when it's like it's me versus Anitra, um. I was just kind of like in my brain, I wasn't shocked because of track record purposes, yeah, um so in my brain, I was just like, no, Anitra, like I love Anitra. The bitch deserves to stay here. Um, I want to be there too. but it was kind of one of those things I'm like, if anyone's gonna send me home, I'm happy it was her.
1: Yeah, because she, she is a fierce competitor, too. And we know she can walk that fucking duck. So, I mean, if you're going to succumb to something, it's it's. I mean, it's a it's a pretty fun thing to be to succumb to the duck, I guess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. I'll never be able to eat it again. Trauma. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into uh, the meat of the lip syncs, like I, I want to go back mm-hmm. to talk about some of um prior moments on the show, particularly there's something I've been wanting to ask you about with Malaysia mm-hmm. a few episodes ago, because you did cause some chatter when you looked absolutely absolutely shocked on stage when she said uh that her design challenge look was the first thing that she had ever sewn so uh i'm just wondering why you looked particularly shocked when she said that on the main stage
0: hey you know (laughs) i mean i love the girl i told her this to her face i was like girl it was a bath curtain it was a shower it was a shower curtain but like honestly like all love to malaysia i think truly like one of my favorite things like ironically my favorite and my least favorite things that's been like happening lately is people love like making like super cuts like zooming into our faces <laughs> and like analyzing like what we're thinking and i'm just like i have a resting bitch face so i don't always look <laughs> <laughs> um, so it we're blaming bad, it on like,
1: the resting bitch face
0: yeah we're gonna blame it on the resting face but, uh, but i uh, you know, i love it it did shock me that like you know that she I think most of us that she was in the top that episode not just me um but you know all to her she put together a garment and you know the judges wanted what they wanted that week and that was me and the bottom three
1: <laughs> yes yes unfortunately so but uh, apparently somebody that they also did mm-hmm. not want in the top on this most recent episode um lucy entered the workroom pretty upset that she was not in the top mm-hmm. for daytona win she was still complaining about it you did uh, sort of uh have a word with her at the beginning of this episode so i'm curious about the realty on this like what was the true extent to which she was mad like was she talking about it really that much in the workroom Um, uh, she
0: she was talking about it for a solid little bit, but it's also, (laughs) you know, I I understand where she comes from, because, you know, she, she is an actor, she has that musical theater background, and that's something Mm -hmm. that she wants to excel in. So I understand the frustration of being like, this is what I do, and I'm not being praised for it. So I understand her frustration simply for me i'm like y'all i almost went home shut up (laughs) like like what about me what about juju b (laughs) um it was a little bit of that moment but i love her lucy is truly honestly from the show she is the one that i am probably the closest to we Mm -hmm. FaceTime every single day um Mm -hmm. we just have like a lot of a similar like you know like um shared experience and just like how we grew up and you know, I'm really happy to have her sister. So, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes you have to tell your sister, like, girl, shut up.
1: <laughs> well, she is now our sole remaining Connecticut. We went from Connecticut versus the world to it's I think it's just Lucy now from Connecticut, right? I know. Oh. I know. <laughs> well, she's representing the state well then, I guess, in your absence. Oh, she is. She is, mm-hmm. she is absolutely. I mean, like, while I was raised in Connecticut, um,
0: you know, I I am a New Yorker. Girl. like that is my drags from that's where i perform that's what i do so um i'm happy that i was able to um represent for the girls from queens primarily even yes. though you know there were other connecticut girls there too
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well, let's go. Let's move to the Lala Perusa. I, I think the fans and maybe maybe the queens had the same reaction that the fans had last week when it was announced that it was the Lala Perusa. I think everybody had like an unspoken or maybe spoken fear for Spice. <laughs> now Spice might fare in mm-hmm. this. Um, so, did you all sort mm-hmm. of talk about that openly? Like, oh shit, Spice might be in trouble for this. <laughs> um, I mean, I think we all um had the understanding like, no Spice just
0: didn't have as much performance background as all of us. Well, like she, she is an amazing, polished, gorgeous queen. Um, And honestly, like, I think the twins are market, like they are the definition of just like marketing geniuses. Uh, Like they are so impressive to me. Um, But she, she doesn't have um, that experience being on stage, you know, like knowing how to like navigate and like switch stuff up and like improv it. that we kind of worried for her. Um, And not just because we're like trying to like eye her down or something, but like, just because that's also like, how they introed themselves. They oh, were like, yeah. we're yeah. more of drag we're more of drag princesses. Like we don't really perform that much. I'm like, okay. like, so you're aware like they're aware of it. Yeah. Um so being thrown into a ring like that with like, you know, Sasha Colby's in the ring. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, that, like, that's like kind of that, that would that would terrify anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Well I think that yeah you could kind of see on the reason I asked because you could kind of I think see on Spice's face whenever it was announced that Spice maybe didn't look at like Spice kind of had like that oh shit moment um but Mm -hmm. i'm just wondering what that was like in the room did she sort of have could you feel that anxiety maybe from her in the moment because she was open about not having that same kind of experience
0: um she uh, she definitely did share that she was a little um worried about it but also with just the way that both of the twins work they're just always so energetic (laughs) And just like talkative about whatever mood they're in, that it's always just like you, you they, you, they always seem happy and like ready to go into anything. So it's like, are you scared or are you just like <laughs> ready to go? down like, like it, it's interesting. Yeah. They're an enigma to me. <laughs>
1: yes, no, I totally feel that, and I, I think so. Then we move on. The first round, uh, you unfortunately mm-hmm. uh, lost against Mistress Isabel Brooks, and the queens backstage. When they mm-hmm. go backstage, they all seem to think they were expressing too. They were like, Oh wow. We're like, we're kind of shocked that mistress pulled this one off. Um, so how did you feel in that moment when RuPaul announced that mistress had won that round?
0: Um, you know, like I was shocked of course. Um, cause I, it wasn't like I was just like going half ass or anything. Like I really was like going, like I was going like full force. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. the first round. You got to like do it. You don't want to have to like keep going on and on in this roster. Um, But, you know, like, I'm I'm trying to think of the best way to, like, word it, but, um, she, like, she's a fierce, like, she is a fierce entertainer. And, and the story, um, I was, I was, however, shocked that I did not win that one.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, can you tell in the moment as you're on stage, like, was there, like, you could, you sort of could tell in the moment, like, oh, I think I'm, I'm kind of pulling this one off.
0: Um, it's honestly, it is really hard to tell the eyes were going back and forth to um both of us a lot um mm-hmm. and so it seemed like a pretty even matchup. so it really like when we were standing up there and they uh waiting for them to announce who it was it we really did not know who it was going to go to yeah um but yeah just, they, they chose who they wanted <laughs> yeah
1: well i do know that it it especially since this is the second season that we've done mm-hmm. uh, the lala perusa in a row um i remember jasmine telling me in her elimination episode last year after this uh lala Perusa that she and bosco were just so physically broken by the end of the day so like i'm just wondering mm. after doing as many lip syncs as you did in this episode can you give me an idea of maybe the physical uh, toll that this episode took on you by the time you took the stage for that last lip sync
0: mm, i mean yeah i mean it definitely is I'm not sure how much like I can like truly say about, it, but it's like, of course, like we all know, like TV is very much condensed from like the actual yeah. time frame of how things are happening. Yeah. Um. So it was a a much longer day than most people would assume, and so there was like a lot of time in between stuff. Um. So by the end of it, you know, like we're we're standing up there for like like a like a few hours, just kind of like waiting to see like who's going to go up against who, like how is this going to happen, mm-hmm. and. I mean i think there was kind of like a little bit of a point where like you know after um i'm sure like you know jasmine kennedy and i are are very good friends we do do brunches in the city and like we have a similar background there was kind of a moment like after i lost the round to mistress where i was just like this feels all too familiar right now yeah (laughs) Um, so that was kind of in the back of my head um but i just kind of went through um like once i lost the mistress it was kind of one one of those where it's like you know i'm not going to like I'm not going to give up by any means like that's not like that is never in my game plan, but I'm not going to stress myself out. I'm going to have as much fun, like, while I'm up here um, as I can and just like do what I know how to do. And that's just like be a big idiot in a wig rolling around <laughs> on stage.
1: <laughs> well, I wonder what uh, because you and Jasmine are so close and you did have similar trajectories on the Lala Parisa mm-hmm. episode. Like what was maybe the first thing that she said to you after you returned home and she found out what what was happening on this episode?
0: Oh, she was just like, girl, we twins. <laughs> and I, was, I just like felt that when I was able to see her again, I was just like, girl it's a journey i know exactly how you feel right now um but it's 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 a it's truly drag race is something that you cannot explain to anybody that has not been through it it -hmm. it is such a it's such an interesting experience um i'm very thankful for because you know i've just changed so much like from all the critiques and everything that i'm very thankful for it
1: Mm -hmm. Well, you uh, the, the the final round, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. this twist that was introduced, that really kind of threw me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not mm-hmm. expecting that. And I remember I was thinking back to our group interview that we did before the season when I was asking you all to sort of tease the twist. And Selena was like, I think the power is more in the Queen's hands now. And I was like, it finally made sense on this episode. I think this is mm-hmm. what she was talking about. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously, Anitra was given the choice to save either you or Spice. And she she chose to save Spice because she said in her confessional, she said it wouldn't have been fair for her to lip sync against Spice. So I guess mm-hmm. that's a compliment to you and your skills. But how did yeah. you feel in that moment when she announced her decision? Because you said in a confessional afterwards, you, you said that you, got, you thought that you guys were closer than that. So were you kind of blindsided yeah. by that?
0: I mean, I was blindsided as it happened, but like, and so I was just kind of like, you know, like, I'm just, sorry, like, if someone was like, oh shit, I'm put, like, I, I want to, like, I want to fight you in this moment, I'm just like, oh shit, I'm pissed. But um, it really was like, I like knowing Anitra and like me and her, we both come from like very athletic backgrounds and like, like uh, she did taekwondo, I was a gymnast and uh, and cheerleader, like, we just like, we don't like to settle. We yeah. like to challenge ourselves, and so I fully understood the mindset of just being like, "Okay, the girl wants a battle." Like we are on a TV mm-hmm. show right now. Like we're gonna give a battle. Like yes, it like it wouldn't be fair for someone that's as experienced as Anitra to go up against someone like Spice. So I fully understand. Like I fully understood it. There's like no ill will or energy toward Anitra from my end. Yeah. Um. Unless she wants to lip sync again, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it out there.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, I know that you couldn't have known that that particular twist was coming, but just in case, where I'm just wondering if because we all know clearly, like somebody like Lux knows how, like the ins and outs of this show and has studied it, like in her sleep, knows how this show works. So I'm wondering if maybe mm-hmm. the group had a talk beforehand to discuss, like if there was ever to be like a voting or saving element, how you might all approach that
0: i i we that was a twist we truly just like did not anticipate Mm -hmm. um because you know like those type of twists where like they really put the power in the queen's hands that really is like an all-stars moment so it really shocked us um but yeah no like other than that like i it's also like it's it's drag race a lot of these girls are they're pretty cutthroat (laughs) and it seems like a lot of people are out for the um like you know, like we, we all got to fend for ourselves at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. we're here to do what we do and it's not RuPaul's best friends race. So <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely not shocked by it, but at least it's one of those things where, you know, whatever happens, it's like, we're all working together on the road. We're all having a good time with each other. Now we all know. Yes. What, what we can do and who excels in what aspect of the craft.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, just for your own sanity, have you since like, pulled the rest of the girls who were there and been like would you have saved me or spice have you gotten a tally on that
0: oh girl i would never do that (laughs) like honestly like i'm very like i'm truly from this experience like yes the critiques and everything and like how i've just changed my drag in general but also just like how i approach life now it's like everything is on mute Everything. Like everything that's happened in the past, like does not affect me anymore. I just like have to like move on each day. So that's like a thought in my brain that I don't really want to like even try to bring up. Yeah. Um, but it was a. Ki- I will say that some of the girls were also very very
1: shocked. I won't say names. They're like, they were oh, like who that. Was, was who was one? Who was one that was shocked?
0: Um, her name is Jax.
1: <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Exactly. So the last thing I want to ask you is um just because I do know that this is a it's a close sisterhood. So what was your first discussion with Anitra like after this all went down? Like did you speak to her about why she made the choice?
0: Oh, um yeah, we worked together in Vegas and I was like, you know, like we had like I like I just like had a little bit of a conversation with her um about it but it was exactly what i thought it was where she was just like you know um it's a it's a show where we're trying to prove that we're the best at what we do in certain things so like a battle is a battle um and you want to beat the best of the best um doing something that you can excel in so Mm -hmm. um there was never any ill will there whatsoever
1: yeah well, I mean, the best of the best is always going to be a group that is associated with your name, Jax. I mean, you really have just done so well. Um, I can't wait to see what you do after the show. And I just thank you so much for your time and congratulations for everything that you've accomplished this season.
0: No, Of course. Thank you so much.
2: We come to this place for magic. Well, Nicole Kidman has finally left the building under the exit sign at the front of this Tuckahoe AMC location. So we're going to conga line that fucking duck right out of here, right behind her. Thank you all so much for reflecting on queer cinematic excellence on today's episode.
1: I The uh, thought of Nicole Kidman walking that fucking duck is so hilarious to me. Please rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss next week's installment of EW's Quick Drag, where we are revealing all from our special season 15 set visit with behind the scenes reporting from the filming of the show's 200th episode, which airs next week. Quick Drag is hosted and produced by Joey Nolthy and Jillian Cederholm, produced and edited by Sammy Junio, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.
2: This weather, cloudy weather. Ooh! It sounds like a cat eating.
1: This Lick, whole podcast licking. to you sounds like a cat it's eating.
2: Like the cat licking things.
1: <sighs> I need to get into my intro. Excuse me. <laughs>